0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Eat,
1: Sleep, Suplex, Retweet
2: Hello everyone, we're back once again Saturday Draft Live is here to entertain the masses as it always does and yes it is myself Jack Graham hosting this tremendous show which you now find on the one feed of each sleep suplex retweet which is on Spotify iTunes, Anchor any Android podcasting website we're bloody well on it we've got our own website suplexretweet.com you can find all the, all the glory days of the Raw Report anyway back to the wrestling on there before the new format change uh, what else have we got? We've got our Twitter, at Suplex Retweet Same on Instagram We've got Facebook, Suplex Retweet And the community page We've seen a lot of activity recently about the draft Which I absolutely love to see But more of that at the end of the show Today it's the usual panel of Boom, Scott McLeod,
3: how are we doing? How many times have I got to fucking tell you Mr. Scott McLeod Fucking put some I respect shut on that your <laughs> <all>. <laughs> The one,
2: maybe, maybe the person actually does deserve a bit of respect who's in the top three of the, the table this week. David talk me how are we doing, son? I am doing grand. And you know I think you should give yourself some credit as well because you're
1: also sitting comfortably in the top three as well.
2: Oh, oh man, thank you very much. But uh, We're joined by a, a guest. It was, uh, this, this all came about very, very sudden. He, he was last in the previous season, season five. He was able to draft first. And he's he was running amok on the on the group chat, shall we say, wanting to have something to say. So I was like, Here, you free son and he's like Hi, Morning. Ryan Gallagher, you're here. Welcome to Saturday Draft
0: Live. <laughs> yes boys, how you doing? It's good to be back on Saturday Draft Live making uh, this making this the best show. After coming from the best show, I'm moving from anyway back to the wrestling. I'm coming on to Saturday Draft Live now, this Saturday. It's going to be the best show you've ever done. And yes, like I said, I am back in this draft. I'm not sitting bottom again, which is great. Um, it's going to be good to be part of a show where I'm not getting the utter piss ripped out of me <laughs> for once. Um, so I glad to be here. And I have got something to say, but I'll go into it a wee bit later on.
2: Well, I'm sure we're all eager as to what you have to say as it words of Voldemort before Neville comes up in. Brings out the sword And Harry's not actually dead Ooh. Mm. Spoiler alert <laughs> Who's not seen Harry
1: Potter it's At this point ten years, you know years I mean Yeah I think By this point Spoilers are basically Irrelevant
0: I see You say that though um, My girlfriend's sister Has never seen Harry Potter She watched the first we'll, one The other day we'll get it up
2: If she listens to this show You sound out a Weirdo, <laughs> weirdo,
0: like,
2: weirdo. <laughs> But we'll go we'll Crack on with the usual business In the top three of the week And I will say, Scott, we were maybe all a little bit sceptical with Bobby Lashley not being drafted as singles competitor, and Gary obviously took the Hurt Business as a tag team with Bobby Lashley MVP. They are third this week with 16 points, and that's just appearing on one show. Is it a stroke of genius, drafting Bobby Lashley MVP in a tag team this
3: season? Yes, I know. Like, I think they will be a lot and. In- like six-man and now probably eight-man tags now that they've got Cedric Alexander. So, yeah, they're in the same match together, but I think this is only going to be an occasional thing now that Bobby's got the the US title. Now when you see a tag match, I think more than not, it's going to be MVP to win with Shelton and or Cedric. And Bobby, for most of the season, is probably going to be focusing on single stuff. So I think that's where a lot of the points were again with Bobby. I don't think we're going to see many weeks where the heart business are going to be in the top three.
2: Yeah, I, I, could, I could see that as well. But the, obviously, the kind of the theme where this season ends is survivor series—and heart business could have a feature in that in some way. You know, I think they will predominantly feature on Raw a lot, so even if they're not competing. It's still a decent amount of points potentially each week, but. Uh, We'll move on to number two. Well, number two and number one's joint on 19 points. We'll split them up into two. Uh, Ryan Gallagher, John Moxley. I guess that's another one that we all kind of laughed at when Daniel Campbell uh, drafted him. I, I especially laughed at him because I was I was very 100% certain that MGF was going to win that belt, but colour me, stupid. John Max, Moxley's not someone that we see very often in the top three. 19 points, I said, but obviously the says helped that. Daniel's Daniel's done doing pretty well
0: so far. We'll get on to him in a bit when we do the top ten. But yeah, he sees John Moxley in the top three this week. He's quite it's uh, quite a decent pick though, going Moxley. Um like you say, you're probably not gonna see him in the top three that often because he doesn't he doesn't seem to wrestle that often just now. Do you know he doesn't have many matches week to week? Um it's kinda more appearance points you're gonna get for him, but when he does, you know, he does win the big matches. So I think that's where that's where Daniel's kind of cashed in on the fact that he's you know had a big match this week that he's been able to um, kind of cash in the points on. But I don't see that being a regular thing. Him being that scoring that high, although he is the champion, which seems like a, a strange thing to say. But um, it's a wee bit like kind of Roman Reigns, which we we'll got on later on with, with my team as well. I don't see them kind of getting that many points week to week now, other than appearances.
2: Obviously, we had. It all out was the weekend there and Lance Archer won the Casino Battle Royale and he'll be facing John Moxley on the anniversary show of Dynamite which I think is the middle of October obviously he keeps the captaincy on that and it's another defence, it could be a good other 19 points for him that week it's it's really a matter of what Daniel wants to do with his captaincy we can talk about his team in a bit as well but ah, he's, he's doing no bad so far but Dave the I'm gonna call them number one this week because they are sitting number one in this table here, even though they're the same of points. My tag team FTR—I said it the last week—that it happened, and it, it bloody well happened. Is Ryan Gallagher stupid for taking Breezango over FTR?
1: Uh, I hate to say it, Ryan, but I think you missed a golden opportunity to swipe FTR, given you were the first round pick. I mean, not to say that Breezango isn't a bad pick, because Breezango, you know, they've just won the NXT tag team titles. They could still score you some points, but maybe, just maybe, I think you could have got a little bit more had you gone with FTR, because they were heavily favoured to be first round tag team picks, uh, whoever Got to draft first, and also like as Jack mentioned, you know, we had all out of the weekend, which you know it, it furthers furthers them up the, the table just a bit more. Plus, with uh, with them as Jack's captains, you know they're sitting comfortably at the top of the table.
0: Like. Aye, I, I see your point. Right, um, I did make the point on the draft show when we picked our teams that I was I was running late. I didn't have a chance to look at the teams. Bisango was the first one that came to my mind with FTR, so I actually had both of them at the tip of my tongue, ready to go with. I thought, who's going to be featured on telly more often? The tag division and NXT isn't as big just now as it once was. Um, whereas AEW, there seems to be a lot of teams that will be getting TV time. So I thought I'll take the risk on the tag team, which are going to be on the telly more often. They've got a match coming up this week as well. They're defending the tag titles against Imperium. You know mm-hmm. that could be an our tag team title defence for them, or they could lose it. No, my luck. Um, but we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I'm I'm happy with Brazzango. They've got me. I don't know how many points they've got me already so far. But um, with their kind of appearance in, in victory of the other week and victory, they are becoming the the six man tag. But. I I can see them winning this match. I don't see the tag titles coming back on Imperium, especially if we're going to th- talk about restrictions getting uh, kind of loosened a little bit and allowing them to come back across here for, for NXT UK. Again, um, I don't see them being a, a main fixture on the American NXT, so that kind of takes away that main, that main challenge for Breeze Angle at the minute.
1: Well, Breeze Angle cur- at the minute currently has four points, Whereas compared to FTR, who are sitting on twenty three points, so I mean the numbers don't lie.
0: Yes, that, that's with a that is with a victory, though that's with a victory and a title match, a pay per view. Um, Brazzino haven't had that yet for me, so mm-hmm. you know that, that that could quite easily get caught up as well. Plus, remember as well that they are a um, they are a a captain as well on Jack's team, which we're pushing that up. So I'll get my captain's points elsewhere. Don't worry think right, Ryan Gallagher's going to try and
3: long con everyone this season. <laughs> but, uh, Guys, I think you're being a bit too harsh on, on Ryan's tie team there. Like, especially you, Dave, because, like yeah, numbers are your thing. But like, I don't think we can really judge how smart or how unsmart the choice of Breezango is until we see this table defence next week. Because they both, both FDR and Breezango are big matches. But as I say, until Breeze Angle we see whether or not Breezango retain the titles next week. You can't really say, "Oh, oh, well, Ryan, you should have chose FTR, you should have chose this team," because well, for all we know, Breezango can hold those titles for the entire season. Because, well, the with, the with NXT tag division there not that many people right now.
2: Thanks, Scott. You so. know better. We we talk straight to the day we die.
3: I know. <laughs> yeah. So, I'm just saying, like, oh, you should have chose this team. Like, well, actually, I was gonna, I was gonna pick Breezango at one point. But fucking Ryan got in there before me, and I actually think it's a smart choice. Thank
0: you, Scott. Yeah, you're a, a good man. I mean, much smarter than
3: EnduShare.
0: <laughs> much smarter than EnduShare. I, I was going to take them I was going to take as singles competitors this season, but I decided. We yeah.
3: Don't <laughs> <I mean, laughs> oh, no, no they- look. Last week of the season, EnduShare show up and beat Anglo.
1: Yeah, I mean, that is a very good point. You know, at least it's uh, At least they're not EnduShare.
0: <laughs> ah, get a rest <laughs> <laughs> so I
2: obviously uh, John Moxley and Randy Arton are now kind of tied in the top 10 of the season so far, 28 points and 19 points for FTR that's been going to the top 3 our business is just below them but uh, AEW is, just, is taking a bit of a lead on how, how well we're doing points wise but that should purely just cause it all out but we'll move on to the top 10 and honestly I think, it's, it, I think everyone takes great pleasure in that thing Ryan, Scott, and Dave are really happy that the in quotation marks go. David Campbell is in the sixteen points. He's he, he's got this thing. They said they were absolutely obsessed about him, but I only ever hear him talking about himself in so many different ways that it's it's just getting a bit of a bore, to be honest, isn't
0: it? Jack, call it as it is, mate. Right? call it as it is. Campbell fucked it. Oh, he has hundred percent. Yeah, is, 100%. Is, yeah. Is the exact way that we we, we go with us. Although I'll give him credit, right? There is
2: more tag teams that have split up, obviously you've got Paige and Omega that are gone in that for Grant, who's sitting tenth and twenty two points. But he talked a big game about taking golden role models and fucking what it
3: mm. I, mean, I I tried to come to his defence last week with the people taking other people taking his team name and making the comparison between the two Lion King films. And uh, that led to me getting a very angry voice message from David saying that I should never disrespect the Lion King 2 Simba's pride. And so I'd like to apologise that a man who hosts a film podcast has such shit taste in films because I will (laughs) reiterate Lion King 2 is (laughs) shit.
0: Lion King King 2 is up there with (laughs) Grease 2. That's the
1: comparison. It's Grease versus Grease 2. And make grease all day. Grease all day. Always
0: grease. Yeah. Greatest film of all time.
2: Mm. We just know that in the in this case, except from Toy Story 2, sequels are always awful.
3: Oh, well, not always. What about Terminator 2? I mean, Terminator Hang- 1's kind of boring to me.
0: Hangover Part 2.
3: Hangover. Mm, no, I think the original was better than the Hangover.
2: Maybe, we, maybe we should just do our own film podcast we up against David Campbell here for talking a ton yeah, let's go. Sequels and movies and whatnot. You know, fuck that guy. Speaking, speaking of a,
0: Hot Rod. Speaking, I of sequels, man, so sorry, speaking of that uh, Sorry, sorry. Speaking of sequels that failed as well, uh, Rangers twenty twelve that failed as well, didn't
2: it? <laughs> 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 oh, it's just, it's just one of those things. Uh, <laughs> uh, it's a. <laughs> anyway,
1: back to the wrestling.
2: <laughs> anyway, back to the wrestling. <laughs> Gary Kerr. <laughs> oh fuck you, <laughs> <laughs> Gary and is in ninth place, twenty six and a half. He's a bit a bit of a fall for grace. But as as Scott said at the start, we can't we can't judge too much when we're a couple of weeks in. But uh, Al McLucas as well, twenty nine and a half points. Ross McLeod thirty three and a half, and the Bear McLeod maybe sitting sixth place was uh, Scott thirty and a half. How how are you feeling about your team so
3: far? I mean, we were, we were earlier this week. We were sitting second, third, and fourth. We were occupying that top half, and I would like to officially put all this blame on uh, the Street Profits, because <laughs> there was no chance Roman was, uh, that Sheamus was going to win in a tie match that had Roman on the other end of it. But surely you thought, easy points, you know, uh, the Artist Collective, or whatever they're called now, uh, beating the Lucha House party, but no, fucking Street Profits had to come in and be an annoyance and distract them. So fuck the Street Profits.
2: Preach it. Absolutely Honestly. preach it.
1: I mean, can I just point out, Ross was joint first last week as well he's now seventh I mean it just goes to show like even in the early stage of this draft this is how much the points can change everything Uh, it's 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 one of those seasons that
2: actually anything can change on a a dime and you see it here with Ryan Gallagher in fifth place he's in the top half of the table for a change in the draft you know must (laughs) be quite a quite a nice sight for him but I don't want to go too much eh, conversation with you Ryan because I know you've got some some things to say, so I'll go for the top ten first, and you can have your have your pieces. That's all right. Love it, I love it. <laughs> but uh, Stephen Wilson, you drafted in the very bottom, and obviously a uh, Adrian Stiles as captain gets a DQ one, but somehow he gets the title points for it. Sees him into fourth place with forty one. I was I was a bit perplexed by this morning, but I guess you know,
0: mm-hmm.
2: uh, as David yeah. says, the numbers don't lie, and all that. Yeah.
1: I had to clarify that point for you, Jack. It was it was a title match, and AJ won it. Even though he didn't win the title, it's still a wins a win.
2: Yeah, that was a confusing part for me. Obviously, they didn't win the bell, but they still gets title win points. But ugh, it's by the by, I guess. You know, David, you're sitting in third place, and I said, put some respect to your name. You're here, forty-six and a half points, and me leading the leading the charge for Saturday draft live, forty and a half points, second place. But uh, Daniel Campbell. Daniel Campbell he's, he's never kind of fraternised up the top of the table before and here he is I've I've gave him that olive branch to appear on the show at some point we can talk about his early stride but uh, he quite rightly reminded me that he is banned from Scott McLeod would, would that ban be lifted seeing no. as he's up the top of the table
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: he knows what he did
2: I think, what was it he came on and he went on his like, knees and like, like begged for forgiveness
3: you can crawl through the supplicant's door like Homer Simpson before him. And <laughs> maybe I will consider it.
2: Well, there you go, Daniel. You know what you need to do. But uh, as we said, Ryan didn't go into too much of your team there. You've 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 came on with with something something to say, so that the floor is yours, my friend. Take it away. So yeah,
0: so thank you very much, Jack, for for giving the the opportunity to come on the show today and and broach this subject, which has been it's been weighing quite heavy on my mind for a, the past couple of weeks of this draft. Um, now that I am a contender in this in this season of the draft, as opposed to being bottom of the table where I took very little interest in what was happening because I knew I was getting no points. Now that I'm, you know, now that I'm kind of noticing points and I'm I'm getting to grips with how things are going, I'm not really sure how this is how this is going to go. But I'll deal with it anyway. I want to call out Stephen Wilson for his handing out of points. Now, that's been a few times now where Stephen has had to be picked up on his point scoring. Um, you know, I had to pick up points for my Finn Balor the other week. I'm pretty sure Ross had to get appearance points as well added on. Um, now, all of a sudden, the one that Stephen didn't miss is the one that we've got a bit of a a bit of confusion about, about AJ Styles. Now, Dave, I, I see the point that you're saying here about AJ Styles winning a title match. I I will agree with it because I don't want to I don't want to argue with you and and you are a stats man and you know what you're talking about but I do I do have a little disagreement in terms of how many points Stephen got for this because Stephen was allowed to give himself maximum points for AJ Styles winning a title match. To me, if you win a title match, then you win the title. You win it cleanly. You get the points. Okay. Mm-hmm. He doesn't have the belt. You know he won via DQ. So I. Th- Feel personally, that shouldn't be full points awarded. I know we never made that clear beforehand, right? And that's totally fine. I won't I won't ask for points to get stripped or titles to get taken off anybody. Um but I just want to kind of make that very clear. I think there's something going on here with Stephen and the way that he hands out points. I think he's taking little kind of appearance points here and there. Um, try to make himself look a bit better you know, Stephen will miss an appearance point for anybody on his team, but he certainly missed it for mine he certainly missed it for Ross, he's now sitting half a point ahead of me, how do I not know that I've been robbed of, of a point somewhere, because he's not giving me it so I could be sitting, you know up in fourth place right now, Stephen could be fifth how does that work, you know, how do we know that he's, you know fulfilling his duties to the best of his ability, now Stephen has said in the past that he doesn't watch all the shows and he goes through he goes through YouTube or he goes through um kind of websites which give you a rundown of shows to find out appearances and find, some of them get missed. Some things get missed, you know. As a man who done that regularly for Anyway Back to the Wrestling, you know, we didn't often watch the shows fully. We watched outcomes, we watched what was happening in the storylines and we used to read up on it as well. There were certain things that we used to miss in terms of segments that might not show up on a website. So for me, if somebody's scoring this and it's wanting to be legit, legit scores, somebody has to be watching these shows. If that means recording it, zooming through it so, so you can pick things up, albeit, but taking things from Google, mm, I've got a problem with that, boys.
2: Well, there's like uh, another, another great that's been about in the chat now. Uh, mm-hmm. Hi, Ross McLeod, hope you're doing all right. Matt Riddle <laughs> was featured in the Street Profits Party and... He
1: didn't yeah. get the point for it. Uh, just to back up on that, I can confirm that that is the case. I watched uh, I watched that match and I noticed in the Champions Lounge, in the back there was Drew Gulak, a few other people, and one of
0: them was Matt Riddle. Right. So, do you now understand my great voice? I 100% understand? understand it, Ryan. What, yeah! oh, what
4: the hell? <laughs> I've been added to this call because... I was listening. I'm sitting there thinking, doing my Charlie Nicholas. And <laughs> it's twice in a week that I have had to pull up Stephen Wilson for an appearance point. Now, fellas, I, F on NXT, Raw, SmackDown, AEW, whatever. JR or the commentary team go. And here's what happened last week. And you see Damien Priest say one in a match. Damien Priest should not get those points, obviously. It's a recap. But see when Timothy Thatcher, in completely nude footage, is calling out. Damien Priest, and it's a brand new promo. He should be getting that point. Preach. And if Matt Riddle is there enjoying his best life, having a party, I'd prefer if it was wrestling, but you know what? We all need a wee, wee calf. <laughs> I should be getting the point for that.
3: Preach. All right. So the first thing is, having, like you said, Stephen Reeds stuff online about, like, recap and that, like, I remember all the way back in fucking season two this was happening. He was reading about NXT UK through recap, and clearly not everything is being covered because one week there was a backstage segment with Gallus who were my tag team that season and apparently whatever Stephen was reading it didn't mention Gallus and to fill him up like here, this is where Gallus were doing on the show where's my fucking tag team points man?
0: So guys I just want to make something very clear right, I I am in no way I'm in no way saying let me take over this duty because quite frankly I could not be arsed with that Um, (laughs) and I have massive respect for Stephen for, for taking that up and taking on that job but you know if you're gonna take on the job and you're gonna sign yourself up for the job, do it properly. Wow. This
2: is, uh, <laughs> a lot of shots have been fired along Stephen Wilson's way. You know, the other three boys all had gripes with them uh, last season with with points not being accounted for Hashtag and whatnot. Wilson. <laughs> and uh, there you go, this is more, more more near near enough half or even more than half of the drafting of, of the draft. The draft boys are uh, needing points or deserving of points to say an independent stewards inquiry is is in order. Hmm.
1: Well, I think this this is the benefit, you know, having multiple people watching the shows back to back in case one of us misses something. You know, it gets more eyes on the product and it helps to hold uh, hold the scoring accountable in case in case anything goes wrong.
2: I'll just say that I never want to account account for points. I don't have the time to watch all these shows like vigorously to pinpoint. So I don't. I don't envy on my,
0: my. Neither the Stephen. Neither does Steven. You <laughs> still got type with date either, apparently.
2: Oh well. There we go. This is this is this has been quite the the colourful episode. I wasn't I wasn't expecting all of this. This is just this just came out of nowhere. But uh, a bloody
3: blood, a blood's, of- up, a bloods up man. <laughs> <laughs> my bloods up. my bloods
0: up.
2: Everyone's got their pitchforks out and uh, torches and all that, and they're ready to go. But uh, will, we'll we'll weave that. Maybe maybe Stephen Wilson needs to come on. We'll bring Ryan Gallagher back on at some point in the season. They can have the a, a mini version of the debating chamber or something like that you see featured in Suplex Weekly a lot.
0: I don't want to be in any chamber that Stephen's involved in. <laughs> right to the masses, junk Exactly. <laughs>
2: But I well, something something I've said a lot about the community page uh, mm-hmm. has been featured quite a lot. I I I tasked the the listeners of the draft at least some of them anyway that we I, I provided them with each round's picks and to make their own fantasy draft team. And about six folk have came in and provided them. So i will just uh, I'll bat them off. they given they even gave me team names and captains. You know they're all they're all a good bunch. And I'll come to you about what you think about how the how the draft teams shape up shape up. Uh, our first one is, is Tom Brock with his team, I hope I don't butcher this David told me before the show is the Team for Vajazzle Gracht <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Team Vajazzle
2: <laughs> Team Vajazzle, aye there we go <laughs> I, I, I try my best Tom, I'm very sorry but your team has the Young Bucks Asker, Alexa Bliss Orange Cassidy, NGF, and Braun Strowman, we are captain uh, being Orange Cassidy now, Dave, Orange Cassidy as a captain's pretty interesting,
1: isn't it? Yeah, I've noticed the thing with, with all these um, all these listeners inputting their teams. Their captains are usually either the third or second round picks or their tag teams, which I'm quite surprised at. Because normally when we draft, it's uh, more often than not, it's usually the first round pick that's the, the team captain. So a lot of these teams, you know, they're very, very interesting as and just when you thought it couldn't get any weirder I think their captaincy choices are just as interesting
2: Yeah, another one that's maybe interesting as well is uh, Lewis Jameson of the, the big picture, hashtag CheapFog uh, <laughs> DozerSquad, his team name is and Oh he yeah has, <laughs> Did you just interrupt me? <laughs> I haven't even said his name yet and you came <laughs> on you started doing that <laughs> Sorry We've got Young Bucks, uh, Roman Reigns, Rhea Ripley, Finn Balor, Otis, okay. and Bianca Belair. I'm all going to speak to Dave for the rest <laughs> of the show now after that. Uh, Jeez, oh. Scott, Otis mm-hmm. is his captain.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What's your thoughts on that? It's
3: interesting, given that I don't think we've, we've seen Otis since the start of this season, have we? well it's, it's been a few like, times. He's won like, two
2: tag matches,
1: I'm sure. He's mm-hmm. uh, No, no, he's won a singles match against Morrison, and he's won a tag match.
3: Mm. Well, shows how much I care about bloody SmackDown. <laughs> Especially after yeah. they've done to my tag team the other mm. night. So. Just as well,
4: yeah. Scott's no mark in the fucking draft. Nobody for SmackDown would get any points. <laughs>
3: that's why I'm not... That's what I say, like... We don't like the way Stephen's doing it, but none of us are volunteering to do uh, over- no, it. I,
0: I, I made that clear, boys. I made that clear. I, I did not want to take on this this role of, of dissonant points. Um, I would totally make an answer that if it was me. But all I'm saying is, I know that, and I won't take it on. So if you're going to take it on, make sure you're going to do it properly. And that's, that's what I'll say, on it?
2: <laughs> well, eh... Uh- we'll come to you next Ryan and the next team because also you were you were asking for this fan support eh, earlier in the week on the community page Alan Laurie his team is FTR Orton Alexa is Captain Big E Straussie and Chris Jericho his team name is BTG which stands for Beat the Goat it's not very hard when David Campbell's sitting bottom of the table but maybe that just shows the ambitions of Alan Laurie I don't know
0: I think but, that'll, be, uh, that'll be the end of this season. Everybody's team names will change to beat they got. Cause <laughs> got.
2: But, uh, his captain's Big E. Obviously, he got Fabe injured last week and he didn't feature this week. But it's been rumoured there's a lot of big plans for him. Do you think that the captains, if, that, if his team was in fruition and your captain was Big e, do you think it's too early in the day for that to happen or do you think that would be a bigger pick for a, a later season in the draft?
0: I feel like I've got too many gripes with folk. Um so I'll, I'll go subtle on Alan but Alan, if you're listening big man I expected your support um, I'm disappointed that I don't have your support and I'll try not to rip your team to shreds but Big E was a terrible choice um, for this, this part of it Big E is going to have a decent singles run but going by the length of of this season, Biggie is not going to score enough points to be a credible contender, in my opinion, in this this season of the draft.
2: I kind of have to agree to that. I come uh, season seven when he gets a Royal Rumble, it's potentially he could maybe be drafted higher up than a captaincy could and maybe an early Royal Rumble winner, but just now I think it's a bit too early. Uh, Sean Smith with team named The Dead Parrots almost as imaginative as uh, David's team named Snakebite. Uh, we have FTR, Rhea Ripley, Jeff Hardy, Ruby Riot, Chris Jericho, and Roman Reigns. His captain's Chris Jericho Ross. I don't think we've seen Chris Jericho as captain before. Do you think that that would be a smart move out of all those folk in his team?
4: Not at this point, certainly. Johnny's. AEW title run, but I think he's sort of he's in limbo at the minute. He's just lost the Orange Cassidy feud. He's, I not right now. No, I I, I think that's a bit of a daft one.
3: Are you still here? <laughs> <laughs>
4: he asked me a question. I answered.
2: I mean, I'm not going to let him just sit quiet for the rest of the call. If they wanted to come in, you know, just get, get involved. Everyone's welcome. You know what I mean? <laughs> Cause it's it's good to have a raw report reunion into it. Yeah.
0: Yep. Yep. But, Remember uh, that? Now I said at the start of the show, boys, it's going to be the best show you've ever done. You should just round it by getting the own report back together. <laughs> 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 probably second probably best show you've ever done.
3: This is as much a reunion, a show that's been going for less than a month, as much as David Campbell leaving with a retirement. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but uh, I don't great take great pleasure in this next team because it's my friend Ryan LeGleish but it's his team names a clear swipe at my name with not picking Mickey James because I don't accept last place.
3: <laughs> That's a mouthful.
2: But uh, his, his captains are the street prophets along with Askas Luna Vega, Finn Bálor, Bray Wyatt, and Matt Riddle. Obviously, I'll come to I'll come to you, uh, Dave. You know he's taking a swipe at Mickey James, but. Mm-hmm he's picked very two good women in this as well you know what I mean with Selena Vega and Asuka we've seen Selena Vega do very well for Ross before so that would be something if Ryan's team was entered in this he could do pretty well this season you know what looking at it all round I think it actually
1: is pretty well balanced and I think it's quite a smart move as well to have the Street Profits as his team captains especially if they have been jumping frequently between shows uh, these last couple of weeks and with them having the Raw Tag Team Championships as well and you know, if the the more title matches they go in, the more points they'll rack up. It's just a shame Zelina Vega's kind of been pretty quiet this season so far, given she did so well with appearance points last time around. So I don't know. I think um, I think Zelina Vega might have been a, a bit of a hasty choice, but you never know. Things could change on a dime.
2: And uh, finally, Mark Hume with the party people uh, falls in the same light as Ryan Gallagher and Breeze Angles' his tag team. And he also drafted John Moxley as well in first position, so that's two that's two, two. kind of folk we've uh, spoke about at the start saying was it a bit early on to draft them for your first pick and your first tag team, but you know it's obviously some folk agree with it. You have uh, Rhea Ripley, Rhea Rhea Ripley <laughs> Jeff Hardy, Otis, who would be his captain as well, and Nicky Cross. Now, uh, Ryan, I'll come to you. Seeing as you you did anyway back to the wrestling, Nikki Cross is quite an interesting one. Who's uh, going to be in Clash of Champions against Bailey? Is this like the third or fourth match we've seen her go up against Bailey for the SmackDown Women's title? Do you think she'd actually win it? Do you think Sasha could cost her?
0: Do you know if you asked me this um, on Thursday, I would have said no. But now, after after SmackDown last night, um. I'm a bit torn with this one. I think I think Nikki Cross might do it. I think she might she might get a, an assisted victory here, um, which would then and this is hear out here. Nikki Cross won it, which would lead to the Alexa Bliss feud, which might mean that Alexa Bliss could eventually win the title and have this kind of Wyatt thing. But that's my kind of long term kind of sight that I can see with this one going. But I like. You see, if it's actually returning and and Coston Bailey, I could totally see that happening because that that feud doesn't need a belt to to keep it going. That's a, that could be a total hatred feud between them. So, I I mean, I'd be all for it. It's a it's a bold call having having Nicky Cross. I reckon, and it, well, it would have been a bold cross when you done your your predictions. Um, but nah, listen, if they've done it this week, then that could be a, a stroke of genius.
2: Yeah, I think that is. It makes me look stupid after I drafted Mickey James, maybe, but uh
0: I mean, like, uh, in, in that position. <laughs> Jack, 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 sorry. This didn't make you look stupid drafting Mickey James. you drafted Mickey James made you look stupid drafting <laughs> Mickey James.
3: In Jack's defence, I mean, at least he's appeared on TV, unlike uh, McGarry's first round pick, Mandy Rose, is still on zero points right now. Yeah, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, that's right. And first Bianca Belair. You know what I mean? Yeah. And w- more
3: importantly, where's Charlotte Flair? Aye. Very, true. <laughs> very true. Did someone step on your buzz there, Ryan? Geez, the foot of hell is that? <laughs> um, No, I'm not
0: having I'm go any.
3: But, aye, there we go.
2: That's Saturday Draft Live, everyone. I hope you all uh, enjoyed the show. Scott and Dave, regulars, thank you very much for coming on again.
3: Mm. Yeah, no thank worries. Very good show, Jack. Okay. Excuse me, I have to go take a Simba's Pride. <laughs> Ryan thanks for uh, So quickly being able to
2: organise Getting on this after Asking to appear It's uh, very much appreciated I'm sure that Stephen Wilson will be messaging you in due course
0: I just want to make it very clear How how strongly I feel About the Stephen Wilson thing I took time out of watching James Martin On the telly this morning One of my favourite TV programmes of all time It's up there with Coronation Street um, I took time out of that to come on this show to call out Stephen Wilson. So I hope he knows just how angry and how frustrated I am at his point scoring. But enjoy it, guys. Thank you for having me. And I, I don't know if Ross is
2: still here, but uh, we'll, we'll thank him anyway for for backing up the points around Gallagher. I'm sure I he very much statement. appreciates it. it. <laughs> he doesn't. Ross McLeod doesn't do walking away, does he? Oh, he does not. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, right. see you all next week, my friends.
3: Sports Social Podcast Network.